1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com recommend today.
0: Ken sports with a difference. Yeah, I really shouldn't be drinking.
1: Oh, really? You learned that in med school that you obviously didn't get into?
0: A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch.
1: At least I have my own bed.
0: Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor.
1: He's a very gifted singer.
0: I'm really, really good. How good?
1: I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. By people have heard me. That good. On 1080
0: The Fan.
1: Welcome into Sports Sunday. The final Sports Sunday with just Joe Fisher here. And Rashad Taylor across from the glass, sans Mike Lynch for the last time. I've
0: kind of liked it. You know, Lynch can stay wherever he's at for another couple of
1: weeks. I, it's been four weeks now. It has. We've been without old Mike Lynch.
0: It has. He does indeed still have a job. I know people have probably been, you know, asking about that. No, he's – he has been fired as far as we know. Still boar hunting. Still out there trying to, you know, get that mantle or get that uh, boar head for his mantle. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm having a good time. How about you, Joe?
1: I'm having a. I mean, it's you know what nine o'clock on a Sunday. There's a lot of the day left to be decided, but I, I've got I've got some plans today. Are you a morning person? Not no, not not at all.
0: What's a morning person? Is that somebody who's just meant genuinely happy to 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 be up and and moving around in the morning, or is that somebody that just you know embraces the fact that
1: okay, it's time to get up and move? Uh, both because usually when I, I mean, it is like clockwork. Whenever I set my alarm early, I'm hitting the snooze, adding another fifteen minutes to it, multiple times. If I got to be at work at nine thirty, I'm trying to get out of bed by eight forty-five nine, right? And have like final countdown, crunch time. Getting everything together at the very last second because I am just no matter how hard I try, unless it's golf, unless I know I got a tee time at like seven a.m., yeah, you bet, you bet, I'm up at six and I'm getting ready to go. But if it's just like you know what, I'm gonna wake up early tomorrow and you know just enjoy my morning and make a breakfast and sit on the couch, watch some TV, read, just do that. No, yeah, I'm, I'm out on it. Like, I just, see, I think you know
0: that's kind of my time. Can I, do it. I mean that that morning space you know it's where i can you know get a workout in if i want to make a nice breakfast breakfast like you mentioned uh i can do that Um uh, take a nice long you know dump in the bathroom and not worried about <laughs> anybody knocking on the door or anything silly like that you know there's nothing more um kind of like nerve-wracking is when you're trying to use the restroom and there's somebody knocking on the door because they have to use the restroom or get in there for whatever reason so then you kind of got to wrap the dump up faster than you were ready to wrap it up <laughs> and everything. So there's nothing worse. So, yeah, the morning time is absolutely uh, my favorite time. And then somebody said to me once before, "Is like, man, you, the day is halfway over when I got up at, like, 10 o'clock. And I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. The day is almost over, and I only got a few hours left. So I like getting up in the morning.
1: And uh, it could be just me getting older. But on my days off when I do sleep in, I definitely have that feeling as well. I'll be getting up at 10, 10.30, and I'll be like, before I even blink, it's noon and I'm mm-hmm. like, damn. I'm like, now I gotta figure out what I'm making for dinner.
0: Exactly. So yeah, I don't mind getting up. There was a time like when we used to start the show at eight, and then Lynch and I used to get here at like six to to prep and everything. Like seriously, it was it was it was brutal at a at a point. So the smartest thing we ever did is, you know, asking boss man if we can go from <laughs> eight to nine to start.
1: Can we bump this back an hour for the love of God?
0: Yeah, and nobody was listening at 8 o'clock
1: you know i mean who's
0: driving somewhere at 8 a.m on sunday
1: well, let's be fair isn't a whole lot of people listening right now
0: probably more than we're
1: listening at eight o'clock is this even yeah, is this on yeah hello more than we're listening at eight o'clock that's, that's true. sure that's true but yeah i mean i got, I got a on few, a sunday i got a few plans for today really my plans only consist of two things making a rack of st louis ribs sounds good and watching the new space jam later tonight
0: Both seem like good ideas to me. You know, whenever you mention ribs of any sort of any variety, then you had me at hello.
1: Yeah, I mean, ribs ribs can be an ordeal, so I don't do them often. But for like Christmas, I got one of those cast iron like smoker boxes, right? And I got like a big like couple bags of wood chips, and I finally decided, I'm like, dude, I I need to get some ribs, and I need to tackle some ribs on the grill. So
0: I'm buying a. Kaja box i think i'm saying that right c a j a that's how it's you know how it's spelled i believe but um it's to like you know kind of do a whole pig and like roast a whole pig so this way you don't have to do the whole digging it up and making a hole and trying to bury it and can't eat the skin because it's raw high like yeah an actual uh say
1: it again it's it's i feel it's like if Kaja i type something into Haja, google it's, it's gonna come up with something i don't <laughs> want
0: C a J a china box
1: kaja china box yeah ah okay i'm getting something here yeah so that's kind oh, of oh okay yeah so
0: you put the pig in there you kind of butterfly it you a know, whole hog a, a whole hog man you know so i'm gonna go to the nice meat market get one of those super super excited to have one of those
1: how, how you much can hang it's, like how much it's does like, one of those run you
0: it's like for you know home depot for like what three 350 something like that that's
1: not, that is, that's not nearly as much as i thought
0: no but you can hang like like 10 chickens in there (laughs) seriously. And like I saw it done before I was like, man, this thing is impressive. Like I want one. And so I'm absolutely going to get one. That's how I'm going to end my summer is with a nice pig, you know? So I'm going to get lots of ribs as well. You know, I I don't know if they're going to be St. Louis style, but they're going to be ribs nonetheless.
1: So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing ribs, but I'm also, I'm going to run a little experiment and test it on uh, my son. And this is kind of, like, counterintuitive to cooking ribs on the same day, but I bought a package of those Impossible Burgers, the, the plant-based ones. Okay. Because we were watching um, – there's a guy on YouTube, Mark Roper. He was he does a ton of crazy science videos. He was like, a former NASA scientist. And he did one video just on, like, the plant-based burgers. And he seemed to like them. He had a few people try them, and he had – He did this one thing where he took his family out to eat a few different times, and he he ordered the burgers without telling them what it was, and it was all the kids, you know, they just chowed down the burgers, didn't even think about it. Mm -hmm. And then after the fact, he told them there was no meat in those burgers, and just the look on the kids' faces were just, like, horror. Like, it was just, like, they couldn't believe that they had been lied to and that they just ate a meatless burger. So I'm going to try and sneak those on the grill without Joey looking, and then, you know dress it just like a regular burger, you know, dice it up, give it to him, and just let him go to town on it, and then tell him afterwards, hey, you know you just had a plant-based burger. Yeah.
0: My (laughs) son would be able to tell My son's a burger connoisseur. Like, burgers are his favorite food, you know, on earth. Like, he won't eat regular food at home, which kind of pisses me off a lot of time. You know, I spend all this time, like, cooking this amazing dinner and all this stuff, and he'll be like, He'll eat like three bites of it, unless it's mac and cheese. But, but he, the like, moment you say McDonald's, no, he's, he's all like, in, right? Yeah, double cheeseburger, please. <laughs> you know, but yeah, so I'll, I'm gonna have to try that and see if he actually notices.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I I've had only one experience with an impossible like plant based burger before, and it was when I was with my ex, and when she cooked it, like she left the middle of it looking raw. And I know it's not meat, so it wasn't, like, raw meat, and it wasn't going to make me sick. But, you know, like, the the optics like the of just that red, yeah. raw-looking meat in the middle, and I just, like, lost it. <laughs> I'm like, did you cook this all the way through? She's like, yeah, I think so. I was like, this looks raw. I can't I can't eat this. Yeah. I can't have a raw burger. She's like, it's fine. Just finish it. I'm like, no, I'm not doing I don't not really have it.
0: burgers as often anyway, so can't I don't do really it. think I need to go plant-based you know I, I very seldom have like if you have burgers so much to where you need a plant-based option then it's time to change your diet in the first place
1: well i mean let's be honest here rashad and i don't know if the st louis ribs are going to do me any favors today but uh i stepped on the scale a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. for the first time in probably over a year and i did not like the number i saw on there
0: Whoa,
1: i get it the, the I, I know uh, how that goes i think the metabolism is
0: changing on me <laughs> i get it i know how that goes i've actually had to lose 35 pounds since uh the beginning of December. So yeah, there's still a whole whole lot to to do from there, but I totally understand. You look uh, get on the scale after you haven't been on there for a long time and just, you know, man, let's just let me you don't feel big. It's like, man, just let me let me see what it is. And oh, then yeah. it says some high football numbers like, you know, <laughs> offensive lineman number. And it's like, uh, okay. Now, I don't think offensive lineman weighed as much as I did.
1: I, I've been able to get away with eating whatever I want, drinking whatever I want you know, not an exactly active lifestyle, you know, maybe play basketball once a week
0: on 2k. On, yeah.
1: Yeah. I've been able to get away with it. And I don't know if it's the COVID year, the adding on the COVID-19, the 19 pounds. Uh, well, it's definitely more than 19 pounds over the last year I put on. And again, I'm just going to, I'm just going to tack it up to, Age getting closer to thirty, and the metabolism just giving a big old middle finger to well, me. It's,
0: yeah, it's coming, man. So now it's time to start taking care of that body. Get that, uh, get that beach bod. Get those abs kind of popping gonna, again.
1: We're gonna do that. By having some saucy St. Louis ribs. <laughs> Boom. You know what I'm
0: saying? It's all about moderation.
1: On the text line, though, someone says they are listening, but it's noon here because he's listening on the East Coast. Well, shout out to you for and listening the And he's prepping St.
0: Louis ribs also. That's awesome.
1: What dedication.
0: That's awesome. Brad, North Virginia, shout out to you, man. That's
1: awesome. Very nice. Well, we got some things prepped for you today. We got game five to talk about. Buck's sons last night. Another epic finish down the stretch there as the Bucs take the 3-2 series lead. We got Damian Lillard news aplenty. Is he going to be traded? Is he not? People saying that he's going to demand a trade, while hours later he says he hasn't said anything, so plenty to talk about there. We got, I want to talk a little NFL, Rashad, because I think last week when we were here, we were ending up the show, and we are like, dude, it's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And that got my juices flowing. Like, that got me, just just saying that football was right around the corner got me excited. Yeah. So I just want to talk a little bit about What are you looking forward to as far as storylines? What do you want to see next season? What teams have to show out? What teams you think are going to regress? We're just going to go all NFL for a segment. Um, maybe, Maybe British Open? Maybe.
0: Probably not. <laughs> probably damn, not. Damn you! you no, know, probably probably not. Honestly, only because I haven't paid attention <laughs> to one bit of the British Open. I ha- it was on TV here, but ridiculousness is r- ridiculousness is also on.
1: That's a tongue, to, which is a stupid toster. word anyway. Yeah, but uh, I'm actually watching ridiculousness. Not even the MTV channel anymore. I feel like that's the only. It should thing just that be plays. just
0: tele television or stupid television because that's all it is now. Is you know, there's either Pregnant Shows, Pregnancy Shows, 16 and, <laughs> yeah. and Pregnant. Teen and Mom. up Teen Mom. <laughs> or there is Ridiculousness playing, like, in a terrible block of, you For know. Or
1: 12-hour straight. It's literally, like, on all night. It's insane. Yeah. And then uh, probably get into a little Space gym. I haven't seen it yet. Rashad has, so he can give us uh, the review without spoiling too much. Because uh, I'll be watching that later tonight. It's going to be some spoilers. With, with a plate of ribs. So It's going to be some spoilers, though. So let's get into it. Let's go right into game five of the NBA Finals. Bucks win on Saturday night as Rashad looks in horror at one of the videos on ridiculousness. Your it's, face. right The good thing about ridiculousness <laughs> is you don't even need sound. Like, yeah. you can just watch what it's happened like, to Oh, like, my oh, God. You idiots. God. Oh, man. All right. So we're going to get started here on Sports Sunday. You can just hit us up on the text line 503 250 1080 or on Twitter at JoeFish3 F I S C H or at TaylorMade503, and let's get right into it. Game five, NBA Finals, right here. The Musica, the hairy fraud.
0: Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fans.
1: Sports Sunday with Joe and Rashad for the final time. Mike isn't here. Uh, Yeah, I should probably inform you that I'm probably going to be taking off a couple Sundays in a row here coming up. Well, it's golf season, so. Uh, Not only that, but I have like a, I, I requested, I honestly planned this out perfectly. I requested time off at the other job that was in between my original days off. So I'm getting off like 10 days in a row or something like that.
0: That's pretty dope.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, when I when I first scheduled it, I was like, all right, that'll be a good week off. And I was like, wait, but that goes into my days off right after that. I was like, so that's, like, going to be, like, nine, ten days off straight. I'm like, that's See, this is, good execution there.
0: Where it's different for me is, I, I guess, I don't know, different, but I know you like this. I know you like doing the show. And I know Lynch, obviously, you know, loves doing the show. But, I mean, because you guys are probably here a little more than me, especially, you know, Lynch, uh, I... Oh whatever I gotta do on Sunday I'll do after the show. Eleven o'clock is not that late for me. You know, or not that you know, so yeah, I'll get out of here and especially if I'm like right now I'm already dressed. Don't ask why, but I'm already dressed. So <laughs> woke so, up in the clothes yeah, that I fell asleep yeah, in last you night. Know, I woke up like this no, What I,
1: what a night.
0: Yeah, literally woke up just like this, you know, <laughs> this morning. But uh, you know, I don't know. Like for whatever reason I'm like, Yeah, i guess I'll I guess I'll go afterwards. But I plan everything around the show. Like I'm not gonna get opportunity another you know, opportunity during the week, I might like every now and then, like, you know, Rop will be out or, you know, dirt will, will be gone. And so one of those guys will call them like, Hey man, you want to come in and do the show? But hopefully if I'm not at my, you know, my other job, then I can say, yeah, sure. I'll be there. But for the most part, I'll get these opportunities. So it's important for me to make sure that I can at least be here. You're going to have, you're going to be on the hot corner. You're probably going to do some prime time, you know, throughout the week. So you're good. You're You're a star, bro. I'm trying to get there. I'm w I want to be where you're at. Yeah.
1: A star. Yeah. Still trying to get that seven hundred followers on Twitter there.
0: Yeah. I mean trying. Twitter's hard like I mean, unless you're like a, a real life like celebrity, like and plus I don't I don't use it as much anymore. Like I'll do but not really. I've been trying to get in touch with 2K to figure out why the <laughs> hell I can't get online right now. Like, at what's 2K going on? 2K's
1: customer service. Seriously,
0: at 2 K servers? <laughs> like, bro, like I have not been able Is to. Is this
1: standard operating procedure? I don't know what's happening,
0: but I haven't been able to get on at the park or at the rec for, seriously, like it's been like four
1: days. I
0: don't know what's happening, but they need to fix it.
1: Well, you need to get on 2K, and the Suns, they need to get a win. Immediately, need, need a win. Absolutely, <laughs> they need two, as a matter of fact, because they are now down three-two in the series to the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA Finals. And the Bucks—they just need one, and then they are NBA champions. The Milwaukee Bucks, Rashad. Look how fast
0: things changed. <laughs> Seriously, this time last week, we were still we were saying, "Man, the All Bucks sons. desperately need to." Man, Suns and Ford. The, the Bucks definitely need to get uh, this next win in Game Four and. What do you know, man? They they take three in a row, like, yeah, <laughs> that boy Giannis is a bad, he's a bad dude, man.
1: Dude, he, that, he he really is. Not just Giannis, but Chris Middleton is showing team. out. He's like, a closer, dude. He is. Uh, he made a three last night, step back, uh towards the end of the game. That was just like, whoa, what
0: in the world? Like, I gotta give a shout out to he, he's to, lethal, man. Gotta give a shout out to Coach Bud. Everybody kind of likes Wait, the knock what? on, but yeah, listen. Everybody <laughs> likes the knock on Coach Bud because oh, he doesn't make good adjustments. He's not making a good man. The biggest adjustment he made was say, you know what, Chris, end of the game, here's the ball. Right, go do it. Yep. Go, man. Since since game one of the of the very first uh, game of the playoffs against Miami, end of the game, who'd the ball go to? Chris Middleton, go close it for us. Instead of saying Giannis, here's the ball at three point line and try to take three steps. To get to the rim, to score, to to put
1: the game away. No, we're going to change this. Yes, you are our best player throughout the game. And there was a couple times in the playoffs they like reverted to that, but yeah. I think it was just kind of like a matter of, all right, well, let's see if Giannis can. No, this again, isn't gonna. This isn't gonna work. You think back to those teams with the Lakers,
0: those those two thousand teams with Kobe and Shaq. Shaq, absolutely the best player on the team. Nobody's going to d- dispute that or debate that. And I'm I'm Kobe's number one supporter, but Shaquille O'Neal was the best player. On that team until the last three minutes of the game then it was kobe's time that's where he was able to shine if you look at chris middleton right now end of the game is where he always seems to come through for this team and really because of that like Giannis put up 40 a couple in uh, in a couple of those games but it was middleton right behind him that said yeah let me let me help put this away for everybody so that's coach budenholzer saying man this isn't working at the end of the game we're gonna switch these roles, and now you are gonna be the one to take the shot. Giannis kept us close all game. You have to close it for us. And even last night, Middleton, you know, at the end of the game, step up. I think he made one of those two free throws, and the game was over. You know, so uh, I, that's a, that's a big adjustment. You know, that you that a coach has to make is to tell their star player at the end of the game, y- you probably won't be the one with the ball, with the ball in your hands. Well, like, and that's that can be a tough pill sp- for a lot of superstars to swallow, but. You see Giannis is like, man, whatever works. And Middleton was up for the challenge.
1: And I think just Giannis is, he is definitely, like Dame, he's built a little bit different mentally. And I think that it's almost a blessing to have him as your star. And you you can go to him and do that because I think he almost realizes, like, yeah, honestly, as far as getting a bucket shooting-wise out in the field, 15 to 20, 25 feet, uh, Chris is probably going to make those a lot more than I will. Yeah. If we need what that one-on-one iso shot pull up, Chris is going to sink those.
0: Chris Middleton is as good a two-way player in the league that the excuse me, that the NBA has. Like he's he's in that conversation with the Jimmy Butler's, he's in that conversation with the Paul Georges. Like those guys that can just go out there and I can guard your best player and at least kind of try to make it difficult for him even if he is going to go off for 25 or 30 because that's just what KD and some of those other guys do. And I can go back the other way and get you a bucket. Like, whenever they, whenever Milwaukee struggles, it's when Chris Middleton struggles. That's when they don't do well. Right. But when he's on his game, there's nobody in the East can be, that can beat them. And clearly the Suns are having a tough time with it. And
1: it's not like the Suns didn't play well last night. No, I That mean, was a great game. I mean, like, the Bucs tried their hardest to kind of give it to them at the end. Yeah, no, they tr- they tried. And there was a point in the game. I, I,
0: I ended up going to the Jazz Festival yesterday, so I missed most of the game. I saw some of the replay uh, as I got in. But that game started, it was like 21 to 30, 37 at a point. And I said, okay, well, looks like Phoenix is going to run away with this one at home
1: tonight. Yeah, I tonight. think Middleton, he, he started one of seven from the field. I mean, they were down 16 after the first quarter
0: okay, and this is going to be a long night for Milwaukee. They have to figure it out. And what do you know? They start coming back. And then when they got within like, you know, 12, excuse me, I was saying, man, Milwaukee's going to win this game. They're going to win. They, I can tell they just look like they they don't want to lose this game more than
1: uh, Phoenix looks like they want to win. And then to sum up the whole game too, Drew Holiday finally stepping up as well. They need him. I mean, when you look at his, at least his shooting, Log for the series. Game one, four of 14. Game two, seven of 21. Game three, eight of 14. Last game, game four, four of 20. Four of 20. Just atrocious shooting performance. And then last night, 12 of 20 and the huge steal at the end of the game on Devin Booker, which led to that insane alley-oop from, to Giannis as well.
0: We've been talking about how Drew Holiday needs to step up. He gets, paid, every game, he gets it,
1: paid a lot, so yeah. he in,
0: in every game that they've really, really needed him to step up, like he's done that. Like when he steps to the forefront and uh, he's aggressive and he's playing great defense, like Drew Holiday is one of those just mismatches. Ask You don't believe me? Ask Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. There's just there's something about this dude and, and the things that he can do defensively uh, that really can change what your team is able to do. And that's exactly what Drew Holiday did for really one of the first games in the playoffs. I think he had that game, I want to say it was game six against uh, Brooklyn uh, that he really stepped up and was like, okay, Drew, there you go. I can't remember which one of those games. Well, I know it was one of the uh, games against Brooklyn. He had one of the games against Atlanta where it was like, okay, Drew Holiday, that's what we need to see from you. And I think it was the game that uh first game that Giannis didn't play and then he ended up coming through for his team man he's one of those guys that can do it it's just consistency for him and be at your best when your best is needed and last night they needed him to be great and he was and if nothing else he's bought himself at least another two games let's say they don't for whatever reason they don't win this next game you know they at least save themselves for another for a game seven you know down the stretch but I think Milwaukee is going to finish it off man they they look like they're ready, and they've, the fact they've been together for a while, the fact that they've been disappointed in the playoffs uh, before, I just don't see a team that's. I just I see a team that's ready to win. And then we forget two weeks ago, Giannis's knee bent completely the other way. <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't. It wasn't a month ago. It wasn't. Th- People are out for you know six to eight weeks because of an injury like that. Giannis is back on the floor in three games.
1: Now, I will say, from my experience in, I believe it was seventh grade football, I had a hyperextended knee as well. It took me a, about a week and a half to get at, get back out there. Did it? So, it, I, I mean, you know, that we, didn't look
0: hyper. That looked like he. Tore we are talking every about a my-
1: seventh grader's leg, though. I don't yeah. know how long that takes to get get back to normal in uh, proportion to a seven foot NBA player's knee. But um, yeah, I mean. I was thinking exactly same thing I was thinking about last night. You know, thinking about what we're going to talk about the show after the game, and I'm like, man, we were literally sitting here week, week and a half, two weeks ago, wondering, are the Bucks done, and are the Hawks going to be going to the NBA Finals because Giannis is out? Because yeah, it, I mean, of the injuries that happened during this playoffs and All Stars, it seems like everybody has had to go through it, and. They went through it for a short time frame with Giannis being out with that knee and it could have been much worse and they were without him. He came back. He came back for game one of the finals. And I mean, he was back right away and I mean, they haven't skipped a beat without him really. And again, that
0: again goes to show how good of a coach coach Budenholzer is because without your star player, without the defensive, you know, one of the defensive kind of cornerstones of the NBA, former defensive player of the year, uh, you were still able to pull that out, you know, in the conference finals and get all the way to the NBA finals. And now, look what Giannis is able to do, man! I just you got to tip your cap to, to everything Milwaukee has done, you know, this far. I don't think Phoenix is done yet. I think they're going to get this next game, but uh, man, uh, the, the, this Milwaukee team, I think the, that I think that's your NBA champion
1: right there. All right, well, let's keep this going because yeah, we do have at least one more game in the NBA finals. What did the Suns got to do to? force a game seven is this series over is it the bucks i mean they're they're big favorites now i mean i think they're if you go and place a hundred dollar bet on them they're like a 3700 favorite or something so i mean they everybody thinks this is a done series but is it are the suns still alive because they haven't been playing terrible they've been in these last two games so we'll continue this talk on the nba finals next here on sports sunday but first, I got you a Sports Center update.
0: Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan.
1: It most certainly is Sports Sunday. Joe Fisher here with Rashad Taylor. Mike will be returning next week. How we long for him. How we long. Boar hunting still.
0: Yeah, well, I
1: don't think Lynch would ever shoot me.
0: He strikes me as a type of like, ew, guns. <laughs> blood. <laughs> I only is, like
1: blood when it's on a uh, video game.
0: Yeah, Lynch is <laughs> like literally, if you've never seen Mike Lynch, he's six foot four. Uh, what? Let me say, Joe, 265.
1: Uh, I think, I mean,
0: 258. You
1: know, after me stepping on the scale a couple weeks ago, I wouldn't, I'm wouldn't. i not going to try and guess anybody's weight at this point. Yeah, but yeah. But Lynch yes, is, he's, he's a bigger dude. Lynch is a big he's dude. He's not fat. Huge, he's no, just not at a all. big frame, he said he, used to be. he said he used to be a fat kid. He used to be pudgy? Yeah.
0: I, I can, you know, I could see that. Now he's, a, now he's a giant with huge calves.
1: Yeah, I was going to say those calves. They are monstrosities. Um, He could probably take down a boar by himself. Just tackle one. Just wrestle one. Yep. Just grab it by the tusks. Um, But he will be back next week. And next week, we're going to know who our NBA champion is. It might be the Bucs. They are big favorites uh, in Vegas to win it all. They're a five-point favorite to win game six. But the Suns, they've they've been close these last two games here. I mean, they started off on fire. So, I mean, how – they – this could be a Suns NBA Finals Championship before we even know it. They won the first two. Bucks won the last three. Suns need to win two in a row just like they did the start. The problem is they gotta do one in Milwaukee. Well, a week ago it was Suns and Four. You know, like Suns <laughs> and four. That's what, they were,
0: that's what they were chanting, you know, at the uh at the <laughs> arena. Suns in four. And especially that comes from I'm sure you've seen the video of the guy beating, who hasn't, you know, beating up the two uh Nuggets fan, which it was the Nuggets fans' fault, you know. But I'm trying to figure out how that dude got uh, more tickets to come into the arena <laughs> after he got into a fight and beat people up. Like I'm trying to understand ah, that part. But, it's all right. You know, come whatever. on back. I suppose. Ah. You know? But man, the Suns are such a talented team, and I think we knew they were talented as you know the season ended last year, and you know they were in the bubble, and not even last year, a few months ago, and they were in the bubble, and they went eight in a row, they won eight in a row, and then people really paid attention to Phoenix because they just barely missed the cut of making it to the play-in game. And then you get Chris Paul, and the one thing you know about Chris Paul is, man, to, to quote T-Pain, man, all, all he does is win. All I do is win. <laughs> That's just kind of, you know, everywhere he goes, that team is just infinitely better, you know, because Chris Paul is there. And this has been an amazing run they've had in the playoffs. And I still think that they're capable of of winning a championship. I, I, I fully think that this team has everything in place to win a championship. They have three stars, you know, where they need them. You got one at your point guard position, you got one on your, on your perimeter at the wing, and then you got one down low. All three of those guys can get their own shot. For the most part, all three of those guys are, you know, are good at shooting free throws. Aiton's not as good as Booker and Chris Paul, obviously, but still very good. Um, you've got defensive-minded uh, guys like Crowder and uh, – what's my guy with the headband? Forget his name.
1: Guy with the headband.
0: Gary – no, Whatever. Forget his Tor- name, um, Tori uh, Craig. Uh, Tori Craig, yeah, Tori Craig. Thank you. I keep thinking Gary uh, Harris from their. Well, the both play former for the Nuggets. Nuggets. Yes, yeah. that's what I keep thinking. But I, I just, I just look at a team that has everything in place to be great, including a great head coach. And then you've got guys uh, like Payne coming up. Oh, campaign, <laughs> Cam Johnson. Cameron Payne's trash, but uh, Cam Johnson <laughs> coming off the bench for you to be able to make things happen. He didn't have a great game last night, but you know he has the ability to really impact the game for you so I'd, this team is is stacked in every place you needed to be to Mikhail win the bridges championship. has Mikhail been, bridges awesome. is, is been great like last night he wasn't the thing about a guy like Mikhail bridges is when you score 27 one game and then the next game you have like 13 like it was yeah well you know you're not consistent that's the reason you're you know you're the fourth guy on the team and stuff like but it's a he's a guy that can get you 15 16 if he shoots a little more and i think that's all you are really asking for from a guy like Bridges, you know, at this point early in his career. But this Suns team, and there's a reason everybody was so confident coming into the finals that the Suns were going to win the championship. It's because they're really they're really freaking good. That's just kind of, you know, who they are. That's the the identity they've made for themselves this year as a defensive-minded team who can shoot the three and can beat you in a variety of ways. And so, not a lot of teams have, you know, three guys at three different positions that like you look at the 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 Nets, and if you can stop them from shooting, you've got a pretty good chance of beating them, right? Like, cause that's what they do. James Harden, Kyrie, KD, that's just kind of who they are. They're a bunch of shooters, you know. But if you can stop them from shooting, or if you can make it difficult for them, or if they're just broke one night, then you got a chance to win. Like with the Suns, you really gotta try to beat them on three different levels. You gotta hope Chris Paul doesn't beat you at the point guard. And he had twenty-one and eleven last night. You've got to hope that Devin Booker doesn't beat you on the on the perimeter. He had 40 last night. You've got to hope Aiton doesn't beat you up on the boards and, and down low. He had 20 and 10 last night. These guys are good, but Milwaukee was just that much better, and honestly, they've got a top three guy in basketball on their team. It's between Giannis, LeBron, and KD. You can put them in whatever order you want to put them in. It doesn't really matter, but Giannis is a top three guy, and unfortunately Phoenix doesn't have one of those right now.
1: Sorry, I, I am just locked in on this British Open right now, Rashad. Just like you are on ridiculousness. I saw the video in the in the glass of the chick with the bananas.
0: Oh, well, you saw how impressive that was then. <laughs> I saw, you saw how impressive I that caught was. it
1: in the glass, and yeah, I'm like, oh, like, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to get yeah, Rashad to be real. You're not going to compete with that a lot of times. <laughs> uh, by the way, just looking on uh, Basketball Reference, Mikhail Bridges, nicknames. Because I feel like uh, Basketball Reference has the best nicknames that nobody's ever heard of for players before. And Mikhail Bridges' nicknames The Warden, Noodles, Inspector Go Go Gadget, String Bean, Brittle, and Praying Mantis. Have you ever heard him referred to as as none of those things? Anything but Mikhail Bridges before. Man,
0: nobody's using them playground ass names. What do you mean? (laughs) Noodles. Maybe Noodles? Like, that sounds silly. I'm not picking up a guy that's Noodles. Yeah, you on my team. I feel
1: like it's uh, NBA Street. The old video game.
0: My name was Granite
1: on that game. Granite, yeah, Ooh. solid as a rock. Solid as a rock. It was super
0: cold. <laughs> it was super cold. That's a game they should bring back.
1: Yeah, NBA they probably streets should. for for NBA next street gen was, or something like that. I remember when they tried NFL Street, and that was an was abomination. not a good look.
0: <laughs> not a good look. It's not a good because the original. What was the uh, Blitz? Was the original Streets?
1: Oh yeah, you know Blitz was an
0: awesome awesome football game. i
1: i went and just threw up like a video on uh youtube of nfl blitz to show my son that game like all oh, right this is what i used to play them dropping elbows dropping on elbows dudes and that leg <laughs> drops
0: after the blowing yeah.
1: them across the field for a tackle honestly how
0: many nfl arcade games are there i think that was one of the few nfl arcade games i've ever
1: seen and then they went like Real, real with that game where once they got into the better consoles, they had you, like, shooting up steroids on mm-hmm. the sideline to, like, repair a completely shattered ankle. It's like, I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, no, it's not supposed to do that. You're, like, going to the club, getting in trouble, and I'm like, mm, this is pretty, you know, this is pretty realistic. Let's be real here.
0: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that part. But everything else about the game is dope.
1: I wish they would, you know, obviously the NFL would never sign off on it, but bring that all into it. Bring the Madden aspects the good parts of madden and then bring those real life off the field things all into one you got to go back to ncaa what uh 07
0: 06 or something like that where you have to study and you have to (laughs) seriously you have to study you have to take midterms and finals i remember that all that stuff and decide whether you want to go hang out with your friends got to to allocate your time yeah Yeah, that's pretty good (laughs) and the girl got progressively cuter on your uh on your computer screen i like, don't
1: remember that no seriously like when you
0: first start as a freshman
1: like there's <laughs> you're dating an absolute dog yes and you, you and then
0: like as you get better and
1: better throughout the throughout your uh your career uh the girl on your computer gets progressively cuter i that's usually the the that's chain of events usually how it goes you know start rushing for a thousand yards a season you, the selection gets sh- a little bit better call your shot <laughs> man we went from nba finals to that That's what I love about doing radio. You never know where you're going to end up. Our segues are phenomenal. Speaking of segues and not knowing where you're going to end up, I think we got to talk about where Damian Lillard might end up. Do we have to? I really don't want to. I mean, I feel like a couple weeks ago I was bitching and moaning about how people need to stop talking about how Damian can leave, and now I feel like it's only gotten worse. Yeah. And especially, what is it, Friday when we had the reports of – one guy's saying, "Yeah, he's going to demand a trade in the following days." And then hours later, Dame's in a press conference saying, "I haven't said anything." But Rashad, you were saying before the show, "Where there's smoke, there's fire, always." So let's get into it. Let's uh, have this grieving period of, "Is this the end of Damian Lillard as a Portland Trailblazer?" And we'll get to that next here on Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan.
0: Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080,
1: The Fan. Just a classic boom bap. Absolutely. The
0: original boom bap, in my opinion, man. Hey, rest in peace to uh, one of the greats, one of the pioneers of hip-hop, man.
1: Uh, I, you said to do some instrumental today. That happened not like, it wasn't just like yesterday. That happened like a week ago? Well, I, it
0: was kind of conflicting reports. Like, uh, I guess he was... Wasn't doing well a couple weeks ago, and then find out that yeah, no, he's actually passed. I want to say sometime earlier this week, maybe Thursday. I can't can't really remember. Felt Forgive like someone jumped
1: the gun on that report.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, put it out there. Maybe they knew that he wasn't going to make it and put it out there anyway. But uh, either way, man, uh, one of the pioneers of hip hop. This whole thing, this the most inclusive genre of music in the entire world. Uh, is hip hop, make no mistake about it. It's not country, it's not rock and roll. It's 100% uh hip hop. And this guy was one of the one of the forefathers, one of the guys as a as a beatboxer and as a rapper. Um now we get caught up in, you know, Just a Friend. I think that's his 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 main song, but you know, Markie was as talented an artist as as you had at that point. So, you know, it sucks to see all the, you know, all these you know, older guys and all these older heads uh, that really paved the way kind of, you know, starting to kind of leave and everything. that sucks.
1: Yeah, uh, it was official on Friday. Friday. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, you know, if you got
0: people you're close to take this from experience, I actually lost somebody pretty close to me uh, earlier this week. So if you have somebody that's close to you and you maybe don't talk enough or, you know, you haven't seen them in a while, man, give them a call. Tell them you love them. You know, we never really know. Just saying.
1: Yes, we never really know, just like uh, Damian Lillard trade rumors. We do not know <laughs> if it's true. We've got some dude named Henry Abbott jumping on Twitter, telling everybody he's going to demand a trade in the following days. And then later, I believe this was either Thursday or Friday, where, yeah, Henry Abbott of True Hoops jumps on the old Twitter timeline to give everyone a heart attack and say that Damian Lillard going to demand a trade within the following days. And if you haven't seen this come in, you haven't been paying attention. Well, I would say that we've been paying attention here in Portland for a while now. And then Damien Lillard, he had some press availability for USA basketball that same day and reiterated basically what he said a week or so ago and that I haven't said anything. You know, I haven't told anybody anything, anything that I've gotta to say to the organization about that, I'll tell them and I'll tell Neil and That's basically where we're at again is the rumors are circulating and whether they hold credence or not, uh, Nurkic jumped on to defend Lillard and went at the Henry Abbott guy as well and said, you know, like that's all cap. There is no, no word of him being traded. And I think just from a Portland perspective, it definitely feels like there's a lot of articles, a lot of rumors And a lot of things being said about where Damian Lillard could go, possible trade destinations, but none of them are actually coming from anybody within Portland. It's a lot of outside speculation because everybody else is thirsty to have Damian Lillard on their team. Well,
0: where's Dame at right now? He's with a lot of outsiders. He's with a lot of people that he's, he's probably been talking, probably probably been sharing his frustration and now probably Equally as frustrated with Team USA at this point because it seems like seriously it seems, now it, it seems is, like seems familiar. he's back in a, a similar situation to where now he and KD have to do a bulk of the work. They got to carry this team around them with guys like Zach Levine, who's a good player. You know, Zach Levine isn't a isn't a bad player, but then you start adding these these other guys that are coming in, or Kevin Love is being replaced by, by
1: JaVale who? McGee. What
0: and who? <laughs> Like somebody else is coming in. Like you couldn't get, go get John Morant. Like you couldn't go get, you know, Steph or somebody else. Like I got, I don't think Steph wanted to play. Has Steph ever played for team USA?
1: That's a good question. I know I'd have to go look back. I I don't think Steph has ever
0: played for, for team USA at this point, but I think Dame is at a point to where he's probably sharing his frustrations with some guys that know what it is. Guys like KD, and talking about how he wants a different situation. And, one of these reporters picked up on something i'm not saying it's true but where there's smoke there is fire in most cases and we know dame has been frustrated for a while we know he's been frustrated with with management clearly management isn't going anywhere so that's probably adding
1: to his frustration and let's not even get started with the the OPB report from this week about how their investigation wasn't really even an investigation at all. And you
0: find out that, you know, again, Olshay, I don't know why. (sighs) Olshay is an actor. This is what he does. That's the reason he's famous. He was an actor. I mean, on your grandmother's sixth favorite uh, daytime drama. That's what, you know, that's, that's what he was an actor on. So not even like a great actor. He's a soap actor. (laughs) <laughs> but for whatever reason, Stephen A.
1: did that for God's yeah, sake.
0: And, and we know how great of an actor Stephen A. is. If you saw that <laughs> apology that he gave a couple days ago uh, about Otani, then you—am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. Show hey Otani. Yep. Yes,
1: making sure. Yes, sir.
0: If you if you saw, I want I'm not making your not disrespect anybody and say anybody's name wrong. But if you saw that apology Stephen A. gave, then you can see that he's not even a, he's not even a good actor when he's making up his own words. You know he he just can't do it. But. Shea just says stuff, and he, in his heart of heart, he believes it. And everybody else is around calling BS at this point, nobody more than Damian Lillard. What do you do about that? You're not going to get out of the situation. They're not going to do anything to help you because apparently you're the only valuable piece on that team. So there's nothing else you can do but be traded at this point. That's it. Like, you, and now you're, we're hearing things um, just from a national perspective – I think Blazer fans fail to realize um, that people don't really see guys on our team the way we see guys on our team. People don't see CJ as of, as valuable uh, a piece as we see him here in Portland. Nationally, they don't see that. Philadelphia came out the other day and said they want a all-star caliber player. Those are the words to pay attention to. All-star caliber. That doesn't mean they're a perennial all-star. That means there's a guy that may just miss the cut, you know, every now and then because the position is too stacked. They said, man, we're good on CJ McCollum. We don't want him for Ben Simmons. Nationally, I think that's the that's the perception. Like most people think CJ is a good little player. That's about it. Not enough to bank your franchise on. And so now Dame is seeing that, man, the only way I'm gonna get out of this situation
1: is is by getting traded don't have a choice well and it's it's quite a conundrum that the blazers are in because dame the other day during that press conference he basically says that we constantly come up short we got to look ourselves in the mirror and essentially um without the exact quote like we got to go for it like this is the first time he's that i can remember where he said like we have to make some sort of move and make a big swinge as Mike Link, Mike lynch would say and Go for a big time player and make something happen with this team, where it's gonna get them over the hump and make them more competitive than what they've been. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, Rashad. That that Western Conference Finals. The further you get away from it, the more that you look at it. You, was it awesome? Yeah, I went to those Thunder games, those Nuggets games. I mean, there were no injuries on either of those teams. Mm-hmm. But well, then you. Nirkage,
0: but- you
1: know, right. But out. I mean as far as the teams they played. Yeah. You know, they got a Paul George and a Russell Westbrook full health. They played Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic full, full health, health. Right. But as soon as you got to the promised land and had to take on a top caliber team, they ran you out of the building. The Warriors 4-0 series sweep. That that series was over before you even knew it. And that was that was a reality check. It wasn't so much like, yeah, we went to the Western Conference Finals and man, we were right there. It's like no there was a big disparity Still really far
0: away from where you need to be.
1: And also that was the same year that the Warriors and Rockets who probably could have been named the second best team in the West, they had to face off in the series before that. And so the further you get away from that, you wonder how fluky was that that they made it. And besides the Western Conference Finals run, their other playoff runs have been kind of fluky as well. You beat the Clippers when they lost Chris Paul and Blake Griffin to injuries. Um, and so I, I, I hear you. The, where there's smoke, there's fire. Dame is coming to his wits end about this team. And it it sucks to kind of have to look reality in the face because I, I've always thought that he would be a Blazer for the li- lifetime of his career.
0: And this is where having loyalty as an athlete doesn't make sense. Yeah. This is why these guys now see themselves as commodities and as a business, uh, 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 you know, on all their own, and they can they can call their own shot. And I think that's where Damian Lillard is. For years, Dame has been, I'm staying in Portland. Portland's my home. I love it here. I'm not I'm not running from the grind. That's the that's the quote that he uses. Man, don't run from the grind, or don't you know you're running from like I'm not going to go join a super team. I'm going to bring guys here. I want guys to come here and play here. Now he's starting to figure out that they're not going to let that happen for me. Alsha, you know, Olsay <laughs> isn't going to he's not going to pull the trigger on certain things and 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 let this happen and more than that, the rest of the league doesn't see don't see guys on my team as man, valuable commodities. I got to do something else. Again, when you get to the point to where you're 30 and you're one of the vets in the league and you're looking around and all your contemporaries are winning championships, all the guys you're compared to are winning championships, like if Devin Booker wins this title, he's instantly vaulted above Dame. Instantly, we've never said Devin Booker was better than Dame.
1: And that that to me has been one of the more frustrating parts about this year's playoffs is seeing these teams that were either at or below the Blazers level leapfrog them, and now they're in championship contending Especially The Jazz and the Suns, rivals, rivals. Clippers, Nuggets. Nuggets had the MVP. Nuggets as well. Clippers yeah. had a
0: great season. Uh, the, the 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 Jazz had the best record in the league and were considered the best team in the league. All year, the Suns are two games away from possibly winning an NBA championship, and the Blazers are still trying to figure it out. That's the
1: issue. All right, we're, we're up against the clock, but I want to keep this going an hour two because I I think it's fair to say we wouldn't be here in this position if it weren't for Neil Shea, and I obviously don't mean that in a good way. Like, oh, thank goodness. I'm glad we're here. Thanks, Neil. No, it's we are in this spot where we are literally talking about possibility of damien lillard leaving this team it's all because of one man neil shit and i want to have a let it out segment right. basically and kind of try and figure out a way i mean if at all if there's any way to reconcile with the situation the blazers are in and to be honest i don't think there's going to be a whole lot of options for us in this next segment so we'll keep the blazers talk going in this second hour uh, we'll get to some NFL. I want to get a little NFL talk. Carve out a segment for that. Still got to talk Space Jam. So we got a whole nother hour here on Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and myself, Joe Fisher, here on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.